Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business Podcast. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers Law Area Chamber of Commerce, and today we have a very special episode of the Chamber Voice of Business Podcast. This is actually audio recording of an interview that Raymond Burns, President and CEO of the Rogers Law Area Chamber of Commerce, did with Jake McBride, who is a uh, DJ on Kicks 104 as well as an employee of iHeartMedia, and he has another show uh, aside from his usual time on Kicks 104 when he's appearing there with Jake and Woody. It is also, he has the NWA Update Show, and this is a long-form interview show uh, that airs at various times across all of the iHeartMedia stations here in Northwest Arkansas. And Raymond went down and did an interview with him talking about upcoming things in 2020, kind of the mission-based mission based values of the chamber and the focus that we have and, and things that we do. And so iHeartMedia and Jake were kind enough to let us have the, the audio recording from this that has already aired to then be able to release in a podcast format to our audience here on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. So again, we are very thankful to Jake McBride and iHeartMedia for letting us uh, take their file and uh, distribute it through our podcast channel. So if you want to check out the Northwest Arkansas Update show, you can listen Sunday mornings at 6.30 on 93.3 The Eagle. You can also listen Sunday mornings at 7 on both Hot Mix 101.9 and Mac. Magic 107.9, and then for you night owls out there, you can check out uh, Sunday night at 10.30 on Kix 104. So again, thank you iHeartMedia and Jake, and enjoy this episode of the NWA Update Show brought to you on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. This week, the Northwest Arkansas Update Show has the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. I have Raymond in here with us. Uh, Raymond, I know that you have been a fixture uh, at the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce, and I'm, I'm not going to say... Let me see. How seasoned are you? Uh, how many years have you been there with the chamber? I'm seasoned enough to make a steak sizzle. <laughs> I, I've, I've been there uh, 33 years. So I, I asked Congressman Womack a few weeks ago. I had him on the show. And he was very eloquent in, I said, if you were to skip a stone across a pond of what would be the highlights of watching the area grow, I'd be very interested to hear what your comments would be of, of some of the highlights that stick out to you, like going, we, we're making good progress here. Well, I I think you have to look backwards to look forward, obviously. And I think Beaver Lake has everything to do with He Northwest hit that Arkansas. one. That's something that I had never thought of. Uh, but without a water supply, we really wouldn't be where we are today. Uh, the transportation systems that we've put in place when we four-laned mm -hmm. over the mountain uh, to I-40, that was a big deal. When we landed the first airplane at XNA, that was a huge deal. Uh, you can really go back all the way to the first land-grant university in Arkansas, which was the University of Arkansas, when people made that decision. Uh, they made a decision that they wanted to be forward-thinking. They wanted progress. It's the same people, uh, same mentality that went around Beaver Lake, XNA, I-49, uh, all of those major milestones that allow us to be the region that we are. So in your 30-plus years, what's been the big aha? Like, wow, I didn't see that one coming. Uh, you know, when I first started, it was creating a community college in mm -hmm. uh, Rogers and Bentonville, the Northwest Arkansas Community College. It was the election that we helped win uh, that allowed XNA to mm -hmm. go into place. Those were really big aha moments. Um, I think back in the uh, early 90s when the Beckhart Corporation made the decision to invest $200 million 
in Rogers. Uh, that, that made my decade. Yeah. It really did. That was the largest single project in the history of the state at the time. Uh, Governor Bill Clinton was a part of that. Uh, Baron Beckhart was a part of that. Clinton was talking about running for president, and the Baron was talking about running for the EU if they ever pulled it together. And so there was, uh, you know, there there was a lot of really interesting times. And when you stop and you say something like that, when something lands like the airport or like the Beckhart thing or the Beaver Lake project, you got to think about what all that does, all the economic growth that is going to come from that that's that starts with the jobs this that the development i mean these things beaver lake just didn't happen it, nope. it took a lot of work to get there it uh, did. and so th- you you start to see the the area begin to grow uh you know and here we are now all these years later one of the fastest growing areas in the country uh, we've got, what, 34, 30, 32, 34 families a day moving into northwest Arkansas. Uh, so you and you've been at the forefront of all this stuff. I've been along for the ride. <laughs> you know, it, we we see people that step out in front of things, people who are elected. Uh, that's what they're elected to mm-hmm. do. And there are people who work in the background and, and make sure that all of the details get worked out. And really, that's where a chamber belongs. I, I always say that we do things that other people think just happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't just happen. Uh, there are thousands of hours that go into any major project. I think probably the greatest example I can think of is when the Rife Farm uh, in Rogers uh, between Pleasant Grove Road and New Hope Road uh, was going to be 3,500 houses and maybe a hospital. And we basically had a lunch one day and got the right people around the table. And before you know it, uh, the Hunts come along and the John Q. Hammonds come along. And within that square mile now, there's $2 billion worth of growth and development. The Pinnacle Promenade Mall, Bass mm-hmm. Pro, Top Golf, uh, the skyline that we never had. You know, Jake, it's funny. I used to go to Tulsa and snap different pictures of their skyline, and I'd sneak it in a publication every now and then and say, <laughs> this is our future. This is what Northwest Arkansas is going to be in just a few years. Um, honestly, I was blowing smoke. I never believed we would have it, but go look at the skyline yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. It's that same feeling you get coming down I-49 when you're heading north. You peak the hill and you can see Old Main and the university, the exactly. skyline of Fayetteville. You know you've arrived in northwest Arkansas. When you come around the curve and you see the John Q. Hammond Center and the Hunt Towers, you're and talking the promenade and the hospital, you have arrived. I remember when I moved here in 2001, and I actually uh, posted this on Facebook a few months back, where the view of that, that horizon you just painted of Old Main at the time, I didn't know I was seeing Bud Walton. I didn't know I was seeing the, the stadium. But at the time, in 2001, that particular view has only changed a little bit. But then when you make that that turn and you start up 49 now, when I first got here, past 412, there was nothing until you got to exit 85. And it's exploded. Uh, the, the growth has been amazing. It has. And, you know, I think the neatest part of it is, is that it's northwest Arkansas. It's not Rogers. It's not Bentonville. It's not Lowell. It's not Springdale or Fayetteville, but it's northwest Arkansas. Ask anybody you see who's moved here in the last 10 years where they moved to. 
I'd almost bet it they would say Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Ask anybody that's been here as long as I have, and they say, "Oh, I'm from Rogers, or right. I'm from Bentonville." You you hit on something that I always say. You can tell a local. Uh, I live out in Prairie Grove, and people go, "Oh, you live all the way out in Prairie Grove." I say, "You're from here." I mean, I lived in Atlanta for a while, and you know. It took you, you drove an hour in any direction to get anywhere. Uh, but you can always tell the locals, well, I don't want to drive all the way to Bentonville. And I'm like, all the way to Bentonville is about maybe 20 minutes tops uh, with our with our highway now. So, But a lot of stuff has, has happened, a lot of growth. The thing I like to look about, and you touched on with the with the chamber, is I look upon when you, when you look at a movie, what you go to see at the movie theater is the finished product of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, I dare say thousands of people working behind the scenes. Stay and watch the credits. The credits are basically the chamber members uh, that are exactly. that are supporting up all the all the you know big time actors and all the work, the design of the set, the run of this. That's what the chamber is doing behind scenes, running around like chicken when the head cut off. Uh, and you guys have done such a fantastic job. Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce is, uh, is in my in my estimation, in my opinion, uh, head and shoulders. I mean, you guys just knock it out of the park at everything that you do. We appreciate that. We work hard at that every day. So let's talk a little bit about uh, you. You're excited. You've got a new program called Vision 100. So I'm just going to say, Raymond, tell me about Vision 100. What are we looking at here? Well, uh, we're looking at the 10th effort to get something right. <laughs> okay. And... <laughs> In, in 1989, we set out on our first Vision uh, venture, which was Vision 2000. This is the 10th time that we've done a vision for our communities, okay. Rogers and Lowell, uh, to a certain extent, Northwest Arkansas, but primarily Rogers and Lowell. And that's where we go ask the people. Uh, it's where we ask the residents, uh, what do you think our community needs to look like? Only this year we didn't use 2020 or 2030. We said, what about when we get to be 100,000 people? That's more realistic. Mm-hmm. And the example I like to use there is you go to the interchange of I-49 and New Hope Road. Right. You think about 69,000 people living in Rogers right now. And you think about that interchange at various times of the day, it don't work. You think about 100,000 people and what if no changes are made? Right. Uh Oh my gosh, we we need to we need to really be concerned. There's a lot of places like that throughout Northwest Arkansas, throughout Rogers and Lowell, uh, and it's not just congestion; it's public safety, it's public education, it's beautification, it's arts and entertainment, it's all of the things that make a community a place to be. And so this time we had 11 focus groups. Uh, over the course of several weeks, uh, we went to where the people were, to their churches, mm-hmm. to public schools, to the adult wellness center, to all of the different places where people would be. And we asked them just to come hang out and talk with us for a while and tell us, hey, when, as we grow to 100,000 people, what's important to you? Uh, we did that and we put a public survey out. And I think between the two groups, we had, I don't know, about 1,500 people that gave input in one form or another. And from that, we were able to, we were able to see the most important parts of our community. Um, and it's, it's pretty amazing uh, when we take all of the words that came together uh, with those. It was communicate. It was be inclusive. Uh, don't miss legacy opportunities. Uh, don't follow self-serving agendas. 
uh, you know, be authentic. And I think authentic is a good word. It uh-huh. describes Rogers and Lowell in, in a really, really unique way because we're not trying to be something we're not. We're not trying to be something we can't. We're just trying to be the very best that we can be. And I think what I'm hearing from you is, and I applaud you on the inclusiveness, uh, not to have a group of, of individuals that decide what the future is going to be, but let the people decide what they want their future to look like, as opposed to you know dictating to them. Uh, now, there obviously are, are certain challenges that are common sense and traffic has always been one of them uh in northwest arkansas but but uh the other parts that you mentioned i i did not see those coming i mean uh, that that's kind of interesting well you know i i think everybody says the number one issue is workforce yeah and with workforce goes education we've got to be able to hire people but it goes a lot deeper than that uh you mentioned earlier we've got 30 some odd people a day mm-hmm. uh there's two or three surveys out they range from 29 to 35 okay. Take, you just pick a number uh but really what it's about is the quality of the community people move because they want something that they don't have somewhere else and mm-hmm. if that's a job uh especially with uh some of the newer millennial and other generations they're looking for a great place to live, then they're going to find a job. Right. The work, the work-life balance now is is making more headlines than ever before. I'm going to go back when I was starting out. Uh, you know, it was this is the job, this is where you go, this is what you do, and that's that. Uh, you you figure it out. But now you've got this this whole work-life balance that is playing a significant role in where people go. Uh, where they're going to work, where they're going to live, what they're going to plug into, uh, and and we're we're kind of winning that right now. We are, and if you if you think back several years ago, if you didn't like to fish or you didn't like the Arkansas Razorbacks, why would you move to Northwest Arkansas other than a job opportunity? But now, you know, thanks to multiple benefactors, we have world class healthcare. We mm-hmm. have miles and miles of world class trails. Uh, we, we have all of these arts and entertainment opportunities. How many times were you at the amp this year? I heard you out there a bunch. Yeah, yes. Let me tell you <laughs> a lot. And I smiled every time because we were bringing people to Northwest Arkansas, maybe that hadn't been before. And we were providing an opportunity to see where their next home's going to be. You visit once, you bring your furniture the second time. Right. That's the way it works. Well, you know, and, and another thing is it's not just the people as well. I was, I was commenting the other day, uh, Kenny Chesney must really love Northwest Arkansas. So he, he's coming back again for like the third or fourth time in, in this year in 2020. And don't think that that's by happenstance. I mean, he gets to pick and choose where he wants to go and what he wants to do. And the AMP has been a very good experience for him as well as it has been for, for the concert goers. Uh, so that speaks volumes. Uh, when I start thinking about other things where over the course of the last 10 years or so I've watched – uh, the professional athletes of the LPGA. I played in the very first Pro-Am, and it was like when they first landed, I said, what did you think? I said, well, we're landing in a cow pasture. Uh, what? But now it is now a destination where these girls truly love coming to Northwest Arkansas. It's it's an event that the entire community, the entire region just embraces. They feel that, and they really enjoy coming back. So it's we're doing a good job here in Northwest Arkansas of, of probably embracing uh, the future, the change. Uh, and, and more importantly, I think the thing that we're talking about is the people. I mean, people are, are what making this a very special area. 
I, I think you've actually hit your head on the nail there, Jake. That's exactly <laughs> what it's about. Uh, you know, we, we have some things that we worry about and we have some things that we focus on. I think one of the main things, and I had a CEO of a major company tell me this once, that they're happy being in northwest Arkansas as long as their workforce can get to work within about 30 minutes. After that, you know, why not be in a larger city? Mm-hmm. Uh, that resonated with me for almost my whole career. If there's anything that keeps me up at night, it's what happens if some of our larger companies decide they want to start moving bits and pieces of their companies to other parts of the country for various reasons. Reasons, And so that's why I go back to quality of place, mm-hmm. quality of life. Uh, you know, Our role and our goal is to make this place so good that world-class companies can attract world-class people. We don't do that without world-class communities. Right. So it's important to me that I've got an arts center in Fayetteville to sell and university sports. It's important to me that we have a ballpark in Springdale. It's important to me we have a world-class arts center uh, and a children's museum in Bentonville. And it's important to me that we have the shopping destination, the entertainment destination of northwest Arkansas right out on I-49 and Rogers with the amp and the promenade. It's it's really interesting you say that because when people, and it happens all the time, you move here, then your family may come and visit you here, and inevitably before the visit is over, they're like, I had no idea. I had no idea you had all this stuff to do here in northwest Arkansas. And a lot of times, as a native or as someone that's been here a long time, you have a tendency to overlook or not even put as much value as you should on, on the simple thing. Crystal Bridges. It's a top-notch museum. I mean, it's it's in the one of the top in the world, uh, and it's right here in our backyard. It is. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, I've been to museums you know, all over the world, literally, and it was is without a doubt probably one of the finest museums I've ever been to. The amazium I've here is uh, good for kids, but I also hear the adults like it as well. The big kids. <laughs> I certainly enjoy it. <laughs> so so now that you with the Vision 100 program, you've accumulated this information uh, that seems to be pretty all-encompassing. Now, where do, what are the next steps? What, what do we do to, in, to implement what the knowledge that you have now? Well, we, we've taken several statements, if you will, and uh, basically said this is, this is what we want to be known for. And so now we put that into our work plan. Uh, we work with city governments and Rogers and mm-hmm. in Lowell in particular and make sure that we're known as a beautiful, safe, and inviting community. Uh, easier said than done. Right, right. Much easier said than done. Uh, but that economic growth uh, that's balanced, diverse job creation, things that are sustainable mm-hmm. in terms of our economy, uh, that we prioritize education uh, even not only public education, private education, charter schools, mm-hmm. all of those things are important as we grow and that we focus on healthy, active lifestyles, health care. Uh, one of the first things that a family will look at is education if they have children, mm-hmm. health care irregardless, and then they'll look at the other arts and entertainment amenities. Uh, we're very fortunate. We're close to a lot of major destinations. We're an easy drive to Tulsa, Kansas City, St. Louis, Dallas, uh, Little Rock. All of those places have a number of amenities. But, you know, when we're talking about a region now that has more flights than Tulsa, mm-hmm. 
uh, more direct flights, more direct flights maybe than Little Rock. Uh, when we're talking about shopping that rivals any major mall, we're talking about entertainment that's, I don't even think the BOK in Tulsa has some of the entertainment we right. have at our AMP. Uh, we're, we're, we're really, we're becoming somebody. It's, it's no longer, I, I think a lot of times we thought, uh, like my dad, when I moved here, like I said, in 01, he was reminded of what Lou Holtz said one time was like, it's not the end of the world, but you can see it from here. Yes. Uh, and, and I told my dad, I said, Lou Holtz needs to come back and visit again because now this is, in some cases, this is everyone's world. I mean, it has become a total, it's become an area where I, I remember when I first, women would go to Tulsa to shop or they felt like they had to go to Little Rock to shop. Now they're like, yeah, I can go to the promenade and I can shop. Uh, we've become the self-sustaining, I think we're kind of like the little brother that grew up. Uh, you know, we're, we're no longer going to be picked on or take back seat. We're now an area that we're growing uh, and we're growing for all the right reasons as well. Well, you know, I, I think the top, uh, the top MSAs in the country, the, those that have uh, grown by 12% or more are on the right and left coast. There's only one of those communities in the center uh, in the Mid-South or in, in, in the Midwest, and, and that's the Rogers, uh, Springdale, Fedville, Rogers area, uh, the MSA here. So, yeah, we're on a map. Uh, we're, we're, we're growing quickly. Uh, and, and, again, it all goes back to the quality of the community that we have and, and, the, and the role that we have, that we play. The role that Vision 100 plays is maintaining that quality of life making sure everything from municipal services, public safety is, is key. And we have, we have the best public safety people in the world in Northwest Arkansas, the police department, the fire department, uh, even the people that work in the emergency rooms, work in the hospitals, uh, the people who move the trees when tornadoes right, blow through the right. west side of your town. Uh, they're still out doing that today. Uh, they don't complain. They just get up a little earlier and work a little later and uh, and just make sure that it gets done so everybody can go about their business, never knowing what's going on in the background until you need it, and then it's there within 45 seconds. Right. So, And I wanted to say this, but you mentioned when we're talking about Vision 100, this is the with the Rogers Law Area Chamber of Commerce, and I have Raymond here this morning. Uh, but one of the things I've been super uber impressed with the Rogers Law Chamber is you guys don't get up on a podium and go, me, 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 me. It's It's – it's the area, the area, the area, the area. It's it's everybody benefits from what's going on here in Northwest Arkansas. Everybody is going to benefit from this study uh, that you guys have done, and and the groundwork that it's going to lay. Or the this is kind of like paving a road. This you got to lay down a foundation, and you guys have done a fantastic job with a with a wealth of information that you've got to have in order to build a solid foundation. Well, we do, and and it is a very solid foundation. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, I, it's it's interesting to watch other parts of the country and my peers around the country who who build on less than a firm foundation. Sooner or later, it kind of tips over, and mm -hmm. they have to start over again. Uh, it reminds me of a couple of projects that I've <laughs> I've tried over the years without that foundation. Sooner or later, it's like you know, what is it, Jenga, where everything yes, all, everything one, falls one, apart. Pull you one log start, out, and there you pull go. Pull one too many logs out. Well. I, I think we've learned the hard way. Uh, I say it's the hard way. I think we've learned uh, that we need a very firm foundation. And so, you know, I, you can't talk about Northwest Arkansas without talking about the families 
that have made us what we are today. Uh, Northwest Arkansas is about people uh, mm-hmm. more than anything else. It's about people. And we think about uh, Sam and Helen Walton. We think about the Tyson family, uh, John L. and J.B. Hunt. Uh, those families have laid a foundation that's allowed our economy to be what it is today. Mm-hmm. Those families continue to support philanthropically in other ways and invest into our quality of life, into our economic well-being. They provide thousands and thousands of jobs. And, you know, it, it's easy to sit back and, and say, yeah, it's easy for them. It wasn't easy no. for them. Uh-oh. They started out as mom-and-pop operations, and we provided, we provided the, the, the backbone. We provided the foundation as a community and as a region for those businesses to grow in spite of our infrastructure. Uh, at least we had good people and good leadership that recognized that they needed to grow, and now they're paying back to the community. So we have trails, mm-hmm. and and we have arts centers, and we have uh, you, know, you name it, we have it, uh, and that's brought other people who have been philanthropic, and and that's that's just that's it's just it's just caused a domino effect, right. Of prosperity, and uh, we take that for granted because we just live in it every day and just assume it's the norm. No, and it's not. I was going to ask you because I asked Congressman Womack. I said, "Now, when you're on Capitol Hill and you're able to boast the figures of unemployment and and growth and this and that and the other, you kind of have to poke your chest out a little bit." And he kind of laughed. He goes, "Yeah, I want to ask you because you've mentioned when you're talking with other chambers, they have to be looking at you, going like." And asking you, what are you guys doing out there? I mean, what what's what are the key ingredients that make you so successful? So, what if you had to boil all the water out of the pot? What would that be? If Womack were sitting in the room, I would say dynamic city leadership when he was mayor. If Mayor Hines was sitting in the room, I would say dynamic city leadership <laughs> as he has been mayor. Um, you know, I I think that you can boast all you want but the credit goes to the people who provide the jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, social organizations don't make or provide wealth. They fill a need in the community. Governments don't create wealth. Well, I guess the federal government prints money occasionally. But if you look at the source of where all wealth and all money comes from, people's ability to go to the store and buy a grocery or put gasoline in a car, it's business and it's the free enterprise system. And what a great example in Northwest Arkansas of what free enterprise say, has you, been you, able to do. I don't know that you could go anywhere child. in the country and find find it better scripted for you. So we got a few more minutes left. I just wanted to ask Vision One Hundred. What does Raymond see? What? How do you implement this information? Uh, you, you you can't grow too fast. Then you start making mistakes. So as we move into twenty twenty, where do you see? this information going and what would you like to see happen let's just say this year this year as we start plugging these things in uh, i think making sure that we continue to vet to develop ourselves as an arts and entertainment destination okay quality of life that helps with workforce making sure that we respect every member of our community regardless of their belief of their race of their creed uh, it's very, very important that we treat everyone with dignity and respect. And I think that that's something that, that we're going to hang our hat on here and say it's important that we embrace togetherness. It's important that we embrace community involvement. 
uh, it's important that we basically capture the imagination, talent, and opportunity that brings the authenticity uh, to our region uh, that no other region can really have because they don't have the great people that we have in northwest Arkansas, and we're looking for more people to move here that can be really great people. You know, and it's kind of interesting that the people that do move here are the ones that are doing the research. They're moving here for all the right reasons, as you just mentioned, it's kind of like success is breeding success, and and you know, and good lifestyle is breeding good lifestyle. You know, I, I still hear stories, Jake, of of people who are trying to move people here within their companies, and they say, "You want me to go where?" Yeah. And <laughs> so they fly them in after dark, and they drive them into any community in Northwest Arkansas. They wake up, and they see these beautiful communities and cities. And they move here uh, with a little bit of trepidation. And after about six months, you can't get them out of here. No. A lot of them have to change careers because when their company says move or lose your job, they'll say, see you. And they go work for another company somewhere. I've seen that hundreds of times. Uh, It's just you got to see it to believe it. And we need to get as many people here as we can to look at it. That's why destination marketing is a big part of this. Uh, all of the conventions and all of the group meetings that we try to bring in here, there, there's really a strategy behind that. And the neat thing I like about the whole process is I look back at 01, like I was talking about, and, and the development between uh, Highway 412 and Springdale to exit 85 has exploded. And as much as it has exploded, there's still so much more stuff, so many more opportunities that you can do whatever you this is a place where you can set some roots down create your idea massage your idea grow your idea water your idea and and let it become a business right here in northwest arkansas you can basically from the johnson exit all the way up to the highway 102 62 exit is as much investment as we have uh, between two of those exits uh, the $2 billion I talked about, we have a potential for another 2 or 4 or $6 billion. Uh, look at everything that's happening in Springdale right now around the 412 exit. Mm-hmm. Look at the possibilities and the things that are beginning to happen around the Pleasant Grove exit in Rogers. Uh, even the Johnson exit, uh, as I came up today, you always see something new happening somewhere. Uh, Fayetteville, since the flyover has come into play, has opened up a whole new territory of just being able to move and get around. Right. Uh, It's really phenomenal, uh, the opportunity that we have. And now Walmart's building their campus uh, right off of the 102 and uh, 8th Street exits uh, on I-49. Wow. I I think what's going to happen when that's complete is going to be mind-blowing for for the area. uh, And and I, I... I just think it's going to be something that that's going to be just really, really nice. Uh, it will be another feather in the in the hat, so to speak. It will, and guess what? The infrastructure's in place to support that. That interchange that opened a few months ago, the Eighth Street interchange, along with the sixty-two one hundred two interchange, that's going to allow them to move their people in and out efficiently. It's going to meet that thirty-minute, you know, get to your job within thirty minutes from anywhere in Northwest Arkansas criteria. Uh, six lanes uh, out on I-49, uh, made possible because we passed a half-cent sales tax. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing uh, what we can do if everybody works together. So I want to ask you one more question in closing. What, if any, challenges do you see moving forward? What's the single largest challenge that we face? Complacency. 
we rest on our laurels because we've been so successful. We don't need any more success. And Jake, you're either growing or you're dying. And so we've got to continue to grow. We've got to continue to do it aggressively, but with the thoughts of quality, growth, and opportunity uh, in the back of our minds the whole time we do this. I, I've always said, I've always related complacency is the cancer of all business. Uh, it's, it's, it'll get inside your business. It'll eat you from the inside out. Uh, settling for whatever we have done without looking at what we can we do, just continue to ask what can we do uh, is, is a question that needs to be asked every single day. Exactly. Uh, well, I tell you what, the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce, you can find everything that they've got going on, rogerslowell.com, and they do have a lot going on. Uh, we'll have the spring job fair. We'll have a fall job fair, golf tournaments, you name it. They're, they're, it's all there, how you can get involved, seminars for business owners. Uh, and I'm telling you, they'll welcome you in, I think, regardless of where you live. Uh, just come on by and take a look at it. Go to rogerslowell.com, and also you'll find out more about Vision 100. Raymond, thank you so much for coming down and sharing uh, the new vision of what Northwest Arkansas has to look forward to, not just in Rogers, but all of Northwest Arkansas. It's great to finally see where the great Jake and Woody were. <laughs> uh, okay, there's no no great Jake and Woody, <laughs> but I appreciate the compliment. But thanks for coming down and thanks for sharing with us. You bet. Glad to be here.